0: Welcome to Web37. I'm Erica Lee, the NFT editor for one thirty seven pm We want to highlight and help you get to know up-and-comers in the Web3 space. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for joining our Twitter spaces with N-State. We are so excited to have so many guests with us today. Um, I'm just going to quickly introduce everyone who's on stage we have David, who is the Director of Product Creation and Design for N-State, Stephanie Howard, who is the co-founder and designer and COO of N-State, as well as, oh, okay, so he's he is on the N-State official account, but this is Bennett, who is also the co-founder and CEO of N-State. And for those who are wondering what N-State is, I know that you guys have seen a lot of sneaker promotional Um, videos and graphics. And we've also had an article come out a couple days ago as well. But I'm just going to explain what they do very quickly and let them talk about um, what their mission is. But basically, they're secret NFTs. And they're trying to usher the world towards the future of product ownership by marrying physical products with NFTs. And so the NFTs don't just give ownership of the product, but also token gated experiences. And the team is very experienced Stephanie has over 20 years of experience designing for the leading footwear brands such as Reebok, New Balance, Nike, and so much more. And so I'm very excited to talk about their recent collaborations as well as their most recent drop. And yeah, how are you guys?
1: super great thanks for having us um one quick thing is bennett is actually still in the crowd so if we could bring him up uh that would be awesome ben jones is on our end state account which is on the uh there we go now we're all
0: set it. it says he's connecting so that's great and thank you everyone for joining and as always there will be a po-op so please stay towards the end hey bennett how are you doing
2: Hey, I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. And yeah, I just want to get right into it. I want Stephanie to start. And Stephanie, could you just give us a little bit about your background um, in sneaker design and footwear?
3: Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, thanks for having us. Um, we're we're really happy to be here and to talk about uh, all the things that we're building um, and our, our most recent drop, which is happening now. Um, but uh, I've definitely spent a, a while in the uh, footwear industry. I've been a designer uh, for over 25 years um, in the sneaker and athletics space mostly, and uh, I spent time as a design director at New Balance and Nike, as well as designing for brands such as Reebok, Timberland, the North Face, and Vans. Uh, and then uh, I co-founded and a year, a little over a year ago, with Bennett, uh, and we are, you know, as you said, you know, bringing the world towards this future of product ownership, marrying physical products with NFTs. And for me, it's just really exciting to be able to take the background that I have with all this experience and kind of put an ecosystem uh, to sort of build this ecosystem in the digital and physical realms that then we can share with people who, you know, would love to be in this coveted space of sneakers, but don't have the same experience that I do. So for me, it's, it's just really exciting to be able to kind of build a brand. And then as we continue to build we're going to be uh, making a lot of uh, drops with collaborators and so at the same time I'm building you know with Bennett and Dave what what we have and state we're also then helping other people build their own personal brands artists creators athletes even other brands that aren't in this space so uh, it's, it's really exciting for me to kind of take all those years and um, but uh, would love to introduce you all to Bennett as well um, because he really is the person that pulled me into uh, this uh, NFT space and, and helped me understand all about what web three can offer.
2: Thanks, Stephanie. Um, Yeah. So I I've been in the blockchain and web three space for a while now. Uh, I started a company called Cognate um, and way back in 2015, We were using blockchain to help businesses protect trademark rights. So what we were doing was effectively creating NFTs, right? So we, you know, at the time ERC 721 wasn't even defined yet, but we were using non-fungible assets on chain to help businesses protect trademark rights. And the eventual vision was for there to be a marketplace where users could buy, sell and license trademarks and other forms of IP um, represented as NFTs, which I still think is a fantastic idea, but um, we, we were acquired by GoDaddy in 2018. Um, <clears throat> we had a, a really good run there um, initially, and then there was a leadership change, and long story short, new leadership was not as bullish on the blockchain as the initial leadership team was who who ended up um, bringing us in, but <clears throat> that was a, a big silver lining to an otherwise, um, you know, an otherwise sad situation because then that freed me up to Pursue end state, and as this lifelong sneakerhead, I thought that the tech that we were using at Cognate would work really well as applied to sneakers. Um, there's a lot of properties that sneakers have that they actually share with trademarks and intellectual property, given that you know a lot of them are unique, they have discrete owners, there's a robust secondary market, um, and then there's also sort of more practical things um, like a day-to-day sneakerhead experience that are solved by blockchains and NFTs. Um, You know, popular sizes going out right away, bots, resellers. Um, There's a lot to like about being able to integrate NFTs natively into a brand Um, and knowing nothing about sneaker manufacturing besides, you know, having been a, a lifelong fan of the space. I needed a co-founder who was knowledgeable, and I happened to find just about the best person in the space who I possibly could have to to co-found N State. You know, Stephanie obviously you know just gave her background, but given her wealth of experience and knowledge in the space, and being an incredible designer um, and a great executor and operator, and and you know also has a history of innovation within the footwear space and elsewhere. Um, it was just the perfect person to help bring this brand to life. So the two of us, you know, launched, launched N-State together in May of 21.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Really love the um, compliments that you guys are giving each other. Um, David, would you want to give us a little bit about your background before I get more into N-State?
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for having us. I think the opportunity here is amazing. Uh, we love what uh, 137 and NFT137 are doing. So uh, appreciate the opportunity and thanks for everybody in the crowd joining us. Um, I joined N-State four months ago, almost on the day. I'm coming up on a few days short of that. So I'm fairly new uh, to the group. I left almost eight years of corporate footwear. I was the creative director at Vibram, uh, which a lot of people know for the five finger toe shoes and the uh, soles to to sneakers and other types of footwear. Um, I was there for the the majority of my career start as a designer um, and literally just was very serendipitous. of I had Stephanie on my own personal podcast. And then after that podcast was over, we just got to brainstorming and talking. And she was like, we're really looking for somebody who can do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, and the list continued because we're a startup. And I was like, well, I'm really interested in doing all of that um, because I was already into the NFT space. I was already a collector. Um, I really should start selling more because I had to just buy things. Um, But I was already native to, to the Web3 ecosystem um, and so it was a really easy transition. And although I wasn't looking for work, the opportunity was like, I was like sneakers and what I'm super passionate about in the future of products. Like I was like, this, this seems like a no brainer. So, uh, I was, I'm very, very fortunate, um, that I got to join the team and I'm, Very, very honored to be here and be amongst the the two legends that are Bennett and Stephanie because I think with their backgrounds and with my added bonus, and then we, we keep bringing on better people. We keep hiring other people who I didn't think could get even better, and they get better and better. And so I think that's what separates us from everyone else is the people that are constructing this startup because our expertise and our knowledge and our kindness and the passion is second to absolutely nobody.
0: I love it. I love it. It seems like, you know, your interests and your background is a perfect fit for the team. And so I'm really happy that you guys um, have this sort of camaraderie. So one thing that I want to ask you guys is, so when I was interviewing Stephanie, she mentioned um, how she got into NFTs and Web3. And she talked about in 2020, she participated in a webinar um, with footwear industry leaders where they talked about how designers and collaborators Um, could be and also should be compensated more fairly for their work. And in NFTs, something that people really say is a huge benefit for artists is that they can profit and um, make money off of secondary sales. So like you were mentioning earlier, Bennett, um, the sneaker industry is um, very, very um, big on resales and like listing stuff and like seeing the drops is very similar to NFT culture and Realizing that creators never benefit from resales in the secondary market um, in the sneaker culture is something that really drove Stephanie to um, get into Web3. And I wanted to just ask what your thought process was behind that and how you guys decided to do that as a, a form of um, empowering creators.
3: Yeah, I can I can start and I kind of have um, Bennett take you through the end of it. Um when Bennett first introduced the concept of what was going on in, you know, with Web3 technology to me, this was before NFTs were in the media. So it wasn't like everybody just knew what that you know term meant. And I certainly hadn't really heard of it before. And um one of the first things he did was describe to me how um you know that it, you know part of this reason for the technology is. That you know the the concept of being able to compensate collaborators more fairly and have the um, you know resale in perpetuity you know that the the, um, the royalties in perpetuity on on resale and I thought well that's so interesting because we know so many artists and designers that have done you know either artwork on their own or collaborations um, they don't you know they they don't see a dime of what happens you know after they you know become a bigger name and you know and their and their um, you know their art or their creations are resold so I thought that was just so interesting and then um, the idea again that like with all my experience I'm always I'm always looking on the emerging future and trying to figure out what it is um that you know I should be doing next and I'm um, you know I was involved in innovation work and this made me really think that you know that maybe you know was part of my <laughs> I guess part of my calling in a way like I had all this experience now I could share it with others and help them get Um, compensated. And so that's why I, you know, I was talking earlier about this idea of collaborating as a big part of what we're going to be doing because we want to help, you know, again, creators, artists, athletes, entertainers of all kinds, you know, really help them understand this ecosystem and build their brands with them. Um, Ben, if you want to add anything to that.
2: No, I think, I think that's exactly right. Um, you know, we had uh, a vision for some of the issues that could be solved for the existing sneaker industry and then taking it one step further. What can we do that's new and interesting that wasn't possible before, you know, this enabling technology allowed us to put together physical, digital, and experiential in really new and exciting ways.
0: Yeah, and we've um, we've had Ezra pin a couple of tweets That you guys can check out stuff about the process that they've been doing working 12 to 16 hours a day on the newest drop um, the article that we released with stephanie as well as some people who have minted a couple of days ago and shared um, what their nft looks like very cool um, with moving sneakers in the backgrounds now i want to go into um, the most recent drop that you guys had drop two um, how, how was it planning for that? It might it have seemed really stressful, but um, what should people know about this drop and what makes it so special?
3: Here, I'll, I'll I'll start it. I definitely want to hand it to Dave because he did a lot of the heavy lifting on design. And remember, when we're talking about design here, we're talking design in the digital space as well as in the physical space. So we're developing actual physical products and getting them ready for production, as well as launching NFTs with all these really interesting um, tiers of rarity that, that show up both on the digital NFT and in the physical products that people will receive. So tons of work went into this. And, um, you know, we... We are just thrilled that Dave, you know, was was on our team just in time to start this, because the, um, you know, the, the heavy lifting of this design. You know, we we do work together as a team, but a lot of the heavy lifting of this design um, fell on Dave, and he really knocked it out of the park uh, in terms of the aesthetics, taking a little bit of our DNA as a brand. So we're, you know, every brand kind of starts to build their own design language and DNA, and part of ours with our first drop. Um, we began with the idea that we're, you know, we're, our story is that we live in these two worlds in the physical state and in the digital state. And so those two halves are coming together. And so that, you know, that um, influenced how our logo was designed, that influenced how their fir- our first uh, products were designed and now um, also influenced in terms of the asymmetry that Dave took into the design DNA of this product Um, But let me turn it over to to Dave to talk a little bit more about all all that he's doing so, so, so much to to continue to, um, you know, make this a success.
1: Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, the, the process was fun, right? Like normal traditional footwear industry from the time you create a brief to the time it hits the market is 18 months for those that aren't familiar or don't live in our me and Stephanie's bubble, let's call it. We're able to do that in about a third of the time through the the digitalization. Let's call it and creation of NFTs, um, and so that was when I joined. Was like when I heard that, I was like, okay, I guess we're gonna giddy up here because, like, when you know the tweets pinned, we really do work that much, and. The best part is, is everybody's so passionate that it doesn't even the days fly by because we're all working towards the same mission of educating and onboarding as many people into the future of product ownership, which is the end state of both having an authenticatable physical product, but also living in the digital space. And so that's the sole purpose and focus of drop Two. we went live for the public mint. It's currently minting. Uh, it went live at 12 Eastern today. Um, and so our goal is really just to onboard and educate people with all the different attributes that this process can bring. So you, Stephanie just alluded to it. We have both digital rarities on the NFT side, we have, which result in physical rarities because it depends on what you draw and what's randomized into, into like your ownership. You know That results in a completely different package that arrives at your doorstep in a few months. And to us, we don't think that anybody's done that yet. And that's what we get really excited about for people to experience not only what they get digitally, but then experience it physically with different laces, different embellishments on the sneakers, different packaging constructions and us allowing, you know, people in the Web3 space, traditional sneaker heads who aren't part of Web3 uh, we're offering, you know, a platform called Paper.xyz, so people can mint with credit card, and it generates, auto-generates a digital wallet for you. This type of stuff is groundbreaking, and it, the, our our ability to educate and bring on more and more people every single day is so much fun. And we have such a passionate team that's just like we will go person by person and brick by brick and do this as long as it takes. Because this is there's so much value. And Stephanie mentioned both the digital and the physical design side. We also have an experiential side because we integrate NFC chips into all the sneakers, as Bennett alluded to earlier. So us designing and creating these spaces and assets... Um, the AR experiences, if you notice, our logo has a QR code associated to it. So every sneaker has an augmented reality experience tied to it. So even at NFT NYC a couple months ago, we had this literally an airdropped sneaker in the AR experience because that's, that's the, the stuff that we like to work on and create these really unique experiences for people. So there's, there's so many tiers and layers that went into drop two. And we really hope that people take a look at it and, and you can do your own research. You can look up Stephanie's background. You can Google Ben, you can Google myself. Like to us, it's like, it's more than a sneaker. It's the utility behind it. It's all the access that it provides. And it's like, we understand that people want to mint other projects, but I don't think other projects are offering the access and the utility that we are. And so for us, it's way more than just the sneaker.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing, and congratulations on the drop. Um, we have our style editor, Charlie. He is going to ask you a couple of questions about physical and digital design as well. As you guys were mentioning earlier, you guys have the chip. Um, Charlie, we'll let you take it from here, and then we'll resume after.
4: Howdy. Um- Sorry to after you just literally the, the end of your previous answer was it's more than just the sneaker. Um, and I have just a question about the sneaker fully just about the sneaker. Um, but but I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll ask some other questions as well. Uh, but I'm curious if um, there in your experience, if there has been a major distinction in specifically the the design process um, for creating these shoes with the digital component in mind, if that has if that design process was in any way different from when you were just designing traditional sneakers historically.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll start that and stuff and you can you can maybe build on it. Um, yeah, I definitely think so, right? Like we have to think about the the how the product looks 360 degrees because on the NFT you see it rotating 360 degrees. And so we have to consider all of these micro details that on a traditional store shelf for sneakers it's just sitting and you see the outside of the shoe. And so we think about it as holistically in all three different components, the, the the physical, the digital and the experiential. So there's there's a lot more that goes into it. But I don't know if Stephanie has something to build onto that.
3: Uh, I, you know, that's that's definitely part of it. Also, the you know, the speed at which we're working, like we are connected very um, closely with our factory um, right now. And this drop is, is designed and um, being made in the U.S. in Los Angeles. We connect with them you know several times a week dave just was out there for a week with them um spending time sort of developing the product to get it right uh, so that it's you know it's premium it's the highest quality it's you know handcrafted and um you know and we know who's making it you know that's i think that's quite different than a lot of um sort of the the typical process when you get to the you know these bigger projects that you know bigger brands is you don't always get to be you know as closely in touch with who's making the product and, you know, working together to make these um, development decisions that are going to, you know, help, help the production line, help um, make it look amazing. And also at the same time, we're, we're, we're we're simultaneously building all of this in 3d um, to get everything to be an exact digital twin.
4: Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. That's a great answer. Um, And then also my other question was um, just, And this is kind of I ask people these questions a lot in interviews, and I feel like it's sometimes hard to decide because it's like it's your baby. But what is your favorite thing from a design perspective about the sneakers in this drop? Like, is there a specific element of the sneaker itself that's your favorite thing about it?
1: Uh, Yes, Um, it's for me, it's the tongue construction. We designed a completely asymmetric tongue uh, construct like it comes over the from the inside of the sneaker to the outside of the sneaker and the way that it laces is completely unique um and it fits amazing bennett and i were in the office and he got to try them on for the first time our final prototype uh which is in some of the the pin tweets that that is our final prototype those have not been delivered um and so that that when people get to experience something new that's not traditional is I think also part of our brand DNA, right? We're, we're a web three based company. So we, we can take more risks on the design side, um, because we think that people in this space are, are, are open to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um Stephanie. Do you have any, any,
4: do you have a particular favorite part of the design?
3: Um, I mean, I, my answer is very similar to Dave. I really like the the asymmetric tongue, but, um, I'm also um, a big fan of the the colorways and the way this design took color. So it's, it's really, you know, it, it might sound like an easy thing to do, but to design a pattern that takes color in so many different ways and can look so unique from each, you know, different sort of vantage point. Um, I think Dave did an amazing job just creating something that was so balanced in design and then took color in unique
4: ways so well. Yeah. Amazing. Great answers. Thank you. Um, Erica, those, those are my questions for now. If anything else arises, I'll, I'll slack you guys, but that's what I got.
0: Awesome. Cool. You guys, um, I just wanted to ask about your, um, recently announced collaboration with Philadelphia Eagles, um, wide receiver Devonta Smith. Um, that's your first ever athlete collaboration, correct? Um. Congratulations on that. What do you guys hope to accomplish together?
2: Yeah, we're really excited about that. In addition to being an incredible athlete, Devante is a great human being, and he's also super stylish. Um, So you know, he checks all the boxes for N State. And because he uh, really cares about you know how he presents himself, he's passionate about fashion. He wears custom tailored suits to every game, um, you know, th- that he that he plays throughout the season. Um, he has been really involved in the design process, which we really love. So um, Stephanie and Dave can obviously talk better to the actual design process itself, but it's been really fun to work with him to help bring his story to life through the design of the sneaker, um, you know, based on where he comes from, you know, and then, you know, where he's at now, right, and everything in between getting the colorways together, you know, him telling us what he's looking for in the sneaker, how he wants it to feel, um, you know, the types of materials he's interested in has been just really interesting. And um, Stephanie or Dave alluded to this before, but one of the things that N-State really is excited about is helping our collaborators lift up their story, right? So in the traditional apparel and footwear world, a collaboration or an endorsement is really the collaborator lifting up the brand that they're working with. And we see it as the exact opposite way around, right? Our job is to lift up the collaborator and help them tell their story and, and can engage and connect with their fans. Um, so we we think that that is such a huge opportunity and it's really the way the world is moving, right? You know, cre- increasingly athletes, artists, musicians really want to take ownership of their, their brands, but also own the connection with their fans and not have to work through a platform or a third party that is, you know, sort of, um, standing in between them and and their fan engagement, so um, all of that together, plus the experiential side. So we actually just had an amazing meeting yesterday about what NFT holders are going to get for the for the Devante drop, and you know some of the stuff that we're gamifying, and some stuff that's going to be tied to on field performance, and some things that are going to be local in person meetups. So um, it's just going to be such a cool experience for the owners of the NFT, and then of course they also get an incredible physical pair of sneakers that was designed by our design team and Devante together. So um, I'm super excited. I think it's the future of, you know, how all athlete collaborations will look and we're, we're excited to be on the forefront of that.
0: Yeah. Wow. I I'm very excited to see more about the drop. Is there anything else that you can tell us about it? I know that it's it's still, um, under wraps, but, um, you mentioned the story of how, um, you want to uplift, uh, uplift collaborators and, you know, what's his story? Like, what is so unique about his story that you guys want to highlight or what you can tell us about it?
2: Yeah. I mean, we obviously would love for his story to come from, 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 from himself, right. We'd love Devante to tell his own story, um, through the sneakers, but, Um, just, he is sort of a a trendsetter and has gone his own way a lot in his life. And, 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 you know, the easiest thing to point to is his career where, um, you know, he's a wide receiver. He's not like, you know, six foot eight and and built like a truck, right. He's sort of faster and, and, you know, um, is, uh, you know, from a, 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 previous era and what, you know, in terms of how he plays on the field, but then he was the best player in the nation. He was the first wide receiver to, um, win the Heisman trophy, um, in, I think it was like 20 or 30 years Um, And then, you know, just in terms of the way he's presented himself and thought about his on-field contract and off-field, you know, engagements, he's really a a trendsetter. And then, of course, you know, on the fashion side, he's just got such a great and unique style, which obviously excites us um, as as a fashion company as well.
0: Yeah, does anyone else want to add anything?
3: I think that um, with all of our collaborations, and especially, you know, with this big one with Devante, we are um, always trying to tell their story through the design. So we talked about the design language and having the DNA of end state and our, you know, native to end state drops. Um, every collaboration that we design, you know, with, we're telling their story. So there might be little Easter eggs that you find that kind of you might have to dis- discover and look up and figure out, oh, why is this? design detail here oh it has something to do with the way you know Devonte plays or you know some of the nicknames that he's had and are earned over time in, in terms of on-field performance so there's just um you know it's we wear everybody wears sneakers as self-expression but i think people really get into the stories that the sneaker design is telling and um so for for the sneaker um you know dave did an amazing job again like doing um you know working with Uh, sort of uh, unique ways of using design language to tell those stories and for people to have some discovery elements.
0: Yeah, I really do think that these types of collaborations are the future of NFTs, whether it's with athletes or musicians and having that close access. Um, I don't know if you will do something similar, but you know, for example, if like Steve Aoki with his NFTs, you're able to, you know, meet him in person and go to his concerts and stuff like that. And um, it could be pretty much the same for any sort of person with a fan base. And so I'm very excited to see what you guys do with that. Um, one more thing that I also wanted to mention to the audience and something that I thought that you guys did that was super cool was um, your special Ukraine collection. Um, when the war broke out in Cre- in Ukraine, you guys um, released a limited drop um, of 80 pairs and donated proceeds to um, the direct um, relief fund, right? Um, and the design was... Um, specially made in honor of Ukraine, and I, I just want to hear you guys talk more about that drop. Why you guys decided to do it, and um, how much you guys ended up donating? Sure,
3: we uh, yeah. When the war broke out, it was just so devastating, and I always try to figure out well, what can I do to to make a difference here. And you know, Bennett and I were talking about it, and we realized you know we have really engaged communities. That we, you know, are working with the NFT community and the sneakerhead community—they're both extremely engaged and caring communities—and so we thought, let's just give it a try. Like, let's put a drop together and, you know, see if that can help raise some money um, for, um, you know, that could, that we could then vet the organization that we give it to and make sure it gets to exactly where it's needed. Um, we did. We moved very, very quickly. So, you know, within. I, you know, within a week of the war starting, we had this NFT dropout raising money for the people of Ukraine. Uh, we, um, you know, we work, the, you know, again, I talked about our close uh, relationships with our factories, you know, that this was made in the USA. We talked to our factory, hey, can we do this? Can we do this as quickly as we'd like to do this? They said, yes, we, we're happy to work with you on this um, because it was such an important cause. And then, um, you know, of course, the great thing about the blockchain is how it transparent it is. So once we, um, you know, chose direct relief, you know, through the giving block, um, so giving block helps, um, create, you know, helps all these different organizations, um, you know, use crypto to, you know, to, um, to fund, you know, as, as a way of receiving funds as well as, you know, as they normally do in fiat cash. Um, so the, um, Connection to direct relief was amazing because through the giving block, we found them. They are on the ground in Ukraine, working with the Ministry of Health, getting medical supplies to people. So, we then, like, once we had all of that in place and knew that all of the uh, funds would be. Sent, and it would be so transparent, and everybody could look up and see what we've done, and nobody would question if there was anything, um, you know, that they were missing. Um, people were really excited, and they they jumped right in because they were looking for ways to help. And then we created a design that was, you know, based on the idea of peace. So the Ukrainian word for peace was written across the inside of the Saker and it was the colors of the Ukrainian flag. So it's a, you know, a me- memento to what what we can do to help others. Um, but you know, of course I still encourage people to continue to help, um, organizations in in that cause because it's not over yet.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And we have, um, the sneaker pinned, they had over $24,000 donated. And I'm really glad that you guys found um, a cause to directly work with, and so that you knew exactly where the money was going. And of course, um, mentioning the transparency of the blockchain, that's how you know um, the funds are going where you say that they're going. And that's has been an ongoing problem with a lot of nonprofits in the past. And so I love that. I love that. And I love that you guys are giving back as well as doing things in fashion. Your most recent drop, drop two, you guys are also donating um, a portion of the proceeds, correct? Um, Where are you guys donating to?
2: Um, That is going to uh, also, again, through the giving block, because to your point, the transparency that blockchain offers, we think, is a really compelling and nice use case of the technology. Um, But we're donating to their economic relief or economic um, development fund, which, um, you know, empowers a a number of different groups um, and and sort of is a... um, a wide-ranging initiative that impacts a lot of um, a, a lot of different groups that we think um, are, are worthy causes. So um, you know, it, it just seemed like the right fit for this drop.
0: And one more thing, I want to ask you guys, and I'm sure maybe people from the audience might be wondering, or maybe it's just my, just me. I was wondering why you guys named it End State. Um, is it a military term, or is it just something that you guys decided? would be cool to, to do um, like something like finishing something correctly um, that's just my speculation
2: Stephanie why don't you take that one all right
3: well we spent a long time uh, working on the names of this brand and uh, we're so happy where, where we ended up um, you know our belief is that the end state of where everything is going is that all products of value, Will have uh, a physical counterpart and a digital counterpart, and so that's where the end state is. Um, we are working towards the end state, and um, yes, it, it is a military term. And you know, we do play around with uh, the language uh, and some of our communications for fun, but ultimately, like we're really, you know, we're we're on the emerging future, aiming towards what we know is is um, you know a great place that technology is bringing us to.
0: yeah yeah that's what I thought and I, i'm I, I think that it's a great choice that you guys made with this name um it's easy to remember it's unique and you know it just rolls off the tongue and so yeah I love it um and what inspired the logo as well? I know that it's um it, it one of the parts looks like an e
3: yeah um again spent a long time on creation of the logo as well. Uh, I was really interested in the idea of that we are bringing these two worlds together, the physical and the digital, um, and then also, you know, the, that it was on the blockchain. And so I was playing around with um, a lot of different sort of ways of, um, you know, graphically showing that concept. And so I came, you know, I had these two halves of a, a chain in a way and sort of linking them together Saw that I could create an E out of that. And um uh, then just nuanced. And, you know, we, we would have different people kind of vote on the different, uh, variations that I created and, uh, ultimately landed where we did. And we're, 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 quite happy with it, but it was a lot, a lot of work, a lot of iterations, um, as all design is right. Like, you know, if nobody comes up with the, the first design right away, it's, it's, it's a lot of different, um, sort of building of ideas to get to the final.
0: Yeah, I'm sure every iconic design, behind the, the design, it's hours and hours of work and planning and changing, and <laughs> it's 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 it, it turned out great. Um, I have one more question, and then I'm gonna pass it over to Nick and Ezra, who have um, a couple of questions for you guys as well. And. Of course, the POAP, and when we, if we have time, audience questions as well. Um, one thing that I've noticed, and and this is not just within the sneaker industry or fashion industry, it's also in the music industry, and it's for people who are really um, against um, the integration of Web two into Web three. Um, people who are really into um, I guess music traditionally, they, they don't like seeing their favorite brands or the, the things that they're used to um, transition into Web3. And there's a lot of pushback in that. Um, have you received pushback from people who are more traditional sneaker collectors or people from that world that you were once in? And what do you say to reassure them that, you know, this is actually something that's really good and it's not something that you should think is a scam or fraud or um you know some people say Ponzis, but obviously not, but, um, yeah, no, like what do you say to them so that they know that this isn't just like a cash grab? You know?
2: It's an interesting question because I think one of the really exciting opportunities and for endsta here is that we are a web three native brand, right? So we're not a traditional brand that then launched an NFT we have natively incorporated NFTs into everything we've done since since we were founded. Um, and that was very intentional because NFTs and, and sort of the broader suite of tooling that fit under the umbrella term of Web3 are really exciting. And so the way we have always looked at it is that it's an enabling technology, right? And so if you were to rebrand NFTs as something else, right, I think people would be really excited about what they can do because this technology exists. I think that, you know, the sort of PFP meta and some of the stuff that happened over the past 12 to 18 months um, has given some of the, you know, industry a bad name and there have been rugs and, and you know, um, cash grabs. Um, but, you know, I would say there are more good actors acting in the space and more people who are really passionate about the projects that they're working on than there are bad, but the bad ones get the headlines. And that's no different in the Web3 community than anything else, right? Unfortunately, like bad news is more interesting than good news for most people. So that's what, you know, gets written up in the, in the mainstream media. But for us as an enabling technology, it's incredibly exciting. And at the end of the day, an NFT is almost, it's like a file format, right? It's like a PDF. So people who say, I hate NFTs, might as well be saying like, I hate JPEGs, right? Or I hate PDFs, or I hate like CSVs. It's kind of like an arbitrary store of data, it's a way for people to communicate and send assets, um, you know, sort of in a, in a standardized way. Um, and so that technology just opens up so many unique product experiences, um, you know, digital ownership and property rights, um, in-person experiences like we're putting together, um, provenance of, you know, both physical goods, art, um, you know, tracking the legitimacy of pharmaceuticals. There are so many use cases of the technology that um, sort of have gotten lost over the hype that you know was built around the NFT space in the last 12 to 18 months. but you know the bright side is now everyone knows what an NFT is or at least they've heard the term. Um, and then from here you know as if with any other new technology adoption cycle, now sort of the work in the building starts and then when the next cycle comes around, there will be a lot more people who are interested.
0: David, I noticed that you have a V Friends um, series 2. Um, and you also have it in your bio. Um, is that can I, a community? Can I, do you,
1: can I do you one better? I have a, my V1 tattooed on my arm.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the Fuck You Monday Mole tattooed on my left arm. And uh, that is the Friends community is my favorite thing. I'm so happy I'm part of that. I own three V1s. I own like seven or eight V2s. I buy everything that... Gary tells me to buy or or puts out there. I'm such a believer. He's transformed my life in terms of my outlook, my positivity, my energy, what I what I attract, and what I like to spend time on. And I'm I couldn't be more thankful for uh, that whole community and the fact that 137 is obviously part of of his ecosystem.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you know that. Um, And wow, I I you really went up to me there with the tattoo. (laughs) Um, one of our um team members who's running the 137 Twitter. Wow, wow, that is a great tattoo. Um, he is also a V friends maxi as well. I mean, we all have V friends as well. Um, but he is the owner of the black cat. And so he's definitely way more oh look at it Your if reaction, only yeah.
1: you all could see we're also doing a stream yard if you could see the reaction of davis faith his jaw just hit the floor that was so funny
0: <laughs> we will um we will have a clip of that can you show us the tattoo one more time <laughs>
1: yeah here you go so you can clip it i'll try to i'm trying to figure out how to like get it up there
0: oh my god wow yeah No. he's so, he's so
1: cute look at him <laughs>
5: This guy Wait, hates Mondays. You would not believe how much. Well, he had well, it on the arm. He
1: the reason why I love the fuck you Monday mole is because of like the 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 rationale behind it is not to like hate on Mondays. It's the fact that like it doesn't matter what day in the week it is. Get up and do something with your life and maximize your time on this planet. And I love that. And so that's why I'm a I'm a mole maxi. <laughs>
5: And you don't spend twelve to fifteen hours a day working on a physical and digital shoe if you don't adopt that philosophy. So it makes sense that you you inked it on your skin. You know, it's very poetic. Um, I I was thinking like so back to shoes. We could talk about V friends all day, which we won't do. But when it comes to shoe drop, what are what are the similarities between sneakerheads and people who like NFTs, right? I have a couple of real life friends and I got them into NFTs because they recognize sneakers and they did the sneaker market with flipping and they found the similarities between sneakers and NFTs. So what are the similarities between sneakerhead culture and NFT
1: culture? Um I'll kickstart for the group because I'm I'm definitely both. Um I think first and foremost, like you, you have a community, right? Like when you're a sneakerhead and like you like wait for the next drop or you're walking down the streets of Boston or New York City or wherever you live and like somebody else who's really into sneaker culture like recognizes what you're wearing and they like give you like a nod or like, hey, hey dude or hey, hey, hey hey ma'am, I love your sneakers. Like that's that like you, without knowing each other, you're just part of this, this system and, and this friendship and relationship with each other. And that's pretty much what the digital web 3 communities based on projects are, are built on of like this love over something. And so we're able to do that with both sneakers and build, you know conversations that are like the, the, the conversations that I read on our public discord, um, of people meeting each other or like, oh, you're from Boston too. like let's connect. And then they grow this relationship and you don't know if they're going to start the next the next end state or the next big brand or the next whatever based on a conversation they had in one of these ecosystems. And so connecting like minds of through sneakers and NFTs, I mean, I think we're at like the perfect epicenter.
5: And and talk, I feel like you can add anyone can add to this what's it like being part of this community while it's so small in community meeting the NFT space? And and can you articulate the benefits of being part of the NFT space while we're still early? Like, what are the benefits of that? And why is it so important to be one of the first movers in, in this new technology?
2: I think the main benefit is that there is, um, sort of a a familiarity and a a credibility that comes along with it. Um, you know, Given that we are not taking something existing and trying to shove NFTs into it, but the whole purpose of building the company was that NFTs presented an interesting opportunity to create new, you know, customer and and you know, user experiences, and that we built the whole company around that instead of trying to shoehorn it into an existing business model. Which there's definitely room for, and companies have done a good job of that, and and you know, some haven't done a good job, but. Um, I think, you know, in the next decade or so, it's inevitable that a lot of companies will have NFTs in some way, shape or another, whether it's as, you know, contracts that are executed on the blockchain or if they have digital collectibles of their own or, um, you know, tied to physical products. I think that's an inevitability. But, um, you know, outside of, uh, you know, Head Start of having facility with the technology and, you know, sort of knowing what it can do and staying on top of it, um, I think there is something to be said for having built the entire product ownership experience around the fact that an nft you know exists as opposed to trying to retrofit it
1: can i quickly jump in and add something to that so like with our drop to that's that's live right now like what we're able to do you know again you asked like what's the benefit of being part of this now is like we're able to build an access and utility on the back side of these nfts so like we just announced yesterday that all drop two holders and anybody who minted on the allow list yesterday, you know, we're going to have an exclusive event at our uh, Basel in Miami this December. And so we're able to token gate these things because of the NFC chip technology because of the NFT. And we're able to build in these and curate these events um, for people in real life, um, both from the physical product and the digital product. And I think when we're able to do that and over time, as we grow as a brand and people really start, uh, listening to what we're building and how we're building it and how we're curating it. I hope they don't say, man, I missed out on, on drop two because it's live right now. So if you're listening, I mean, you can really be part of our brand and be part of our legacy as we grow this thing out over the next 20, 25, 50 years. right? And, and I think us continually building in uh, to the smart contracts and building in utility is definitely part of the plan.
5: And one more time, where can people go to be part of the drop and stay up to date with with what y'all have going on?
2: Yeah, so the drop is happening at mint.nstate.io drop2. Um, staying up to date, we're at nstate on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then the discord is a great place for live interaction. We're all very active in the discord. So, you know, asking the designers questions or, um, you know, hearing first look at, you know, future product drops or roadmap updates. Um, that's the spot to be. So yeah, um, would love to see everyone in the discord and, um, you know, have hope everyone mints a, mints a pair and gets a rare pair. And then, you know, can't wait for everyone to get the physical pairs on feet and start to see those pictures too. So a lot of exciting stuff ahead of us. Thankful for, uh, for everybody that joined, and uh, this is really cool. Um, as a local Bostonian, um, this is definitely a treat, uh, being able to bring on a uh, Boston-based company um, into the mix here for what we're doing at 137, so um, much love to y'all, and I'm sure we'll be uh, grabbing a pint uh, somewhere in uh, Beantown sometime soon, so I'll, I'll pass it to um, Ezra. And Stephanie, if you had something to say, you can piggyback on that.
3: To say, of course, we'd love that. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> put, it in, put it in the calendar. Yes. Amazing.
5: Thank you so much, uh, Nick, for the POAP. Hopefully everyone got the POAP. Um, and thank you, everyone, for coming through. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting. We're in the NFT bear market right now, but you can hear the excitement in the space, in, in this actual Twitter space and in the NFT space overall. So if if you want to learn more about the NFT space and really get the foundation of what's going on and and be part of something while we're still early and and a small group, this Twitter space is is recorded as a podcast and you can find all 57 other episodes wherever you get your streaming platform. So uh, that's Web 3.7. It's up in the title. You search that on any streaming platform, you'll find uh, episodes very similar to this with builders that are very similar to uh, what Stephanie and N-State and the team is doing. So um, check that out. And we'll see you next next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, where we do all of these Web 37 episodes.
0: Thank you so much, guys. It was such a great conversation. Thank you, everybody.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: Yes. Thank you for having us.